welcome to Beehive. Beehive Eats. I'm Matt, and I'm here with Irene. <laughs> What's up, Beehive? Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? It's great. It's been a minute. It's been, I'm you've sorry. been out of town for like three months. In I a row. was out of town, and or I had like really busy work stuff, and then I was out of town, and then like all of our children started school. So that's like a week you can't like you don't know what you're capable of doing. You know, you're like, are they going to have an emotional breakdown? Do I need to be here for this, or how's it going to be? We had one emotional breakdown and one cold like we've been in school five days oh and we've already cold. Had, like ugh, i know like sickness <laughs> like i have my kids cold right now oh i mean days. it's like a hundred degrees outside we're not allowed to have cold yeah yet. but you know they're what I mean? in a preschool where nobody washes <laughs> oh their hands. okay it's the youngest it's that the makes youngest. more sense it's yeah, the yeah. Youngest. yeah 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 um but we're here we're back we're talking about food tell me what you've been eating um i will tell you that i made because, you know, you waxed poetic about making cakes recently. I did. And... I haven't made one since, by the way. <laughs> I am notoriously bad at making cakes. Like, I can follow a recipe. What? Before I forget, I hate to cut you off, but our friend of the pod and listener, Kat, recommended a, like, snack cake book Ooh. that I bought, and it's great. <gasps> Wait, tell me more about this. I'll talk about my cake after. Um, So it's like a book that has, like, you know, when you, like, want cake, but you're like, I don't want to, like, frost a whole cake. Like, yeah. I just want, like, I'm a great casual at a snack cake. cake. I can't cake. make, like, yeah. a nice cake. So I'm going to keep talking about your cake, okay. and I'm going to pull up. So um, I don't have any of the cake equipment, the things that you put in a post one time yeah. like you linked all these things that you bought on amazon like mm -hmm. the little turntable thing and like uh like uh, this long spatula mm -hmm. thing for spreading i don't have any of that but <laughs> a friend of mine was like it was her birthday and she's like i love carrot cake and i'm like i'm gonna make a carrot cake and my sister-in-law like has made cakes professionally she like made my wedding cake she's like very prolific cake maker yeah and her carrot cake is really really good and so i use the recipe i can i can confidently use a recipe that's not really my problem my problem is making a cake look nice you know yeah and um but the recipe let me tell you about this recipe is do you like carrot cake i do it's never like oh man i'm craving carrot cake but like i'm not mad when i'm eating it my problem with carrot cake is typically is like i don't like all the chunks there are too many chunks of things in carrot I don't, cake. yeah there's like walnuts like the nuts are yeah. always like it's too much but her recipe i don't honestly it's like a picture of an old book but i think it's a lion what's the lion lion house, house? i yeah. think it's a lion house recipe and it has you food process the nuts which i it calls for walnuts but i use pecans 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 i say pecans because i'm fancy <laughs> and pecans coconut and Ooh. raisins and it has you food process that so it's like all finely the chopped. raisins you food process the raisins yes. too okay i'm in and i'm telling you this cake is so good Moist. it's so good yes i feel like a pureed raisin like a food chopped raisin would add a lot of like well my raisins were actually super old and my food processor was like smoking because it could not even get through the raisins i so have to <laughs> hold my food processor is so broken that i have to like hold the handle closed to use it 
or it won't work. I need a new one. I love my food processor, and I I really think it was the raisins' fault, not my not my food processor's oh, yeah. fault. But the nuts were like liquefying, and the raisins were like <laughs> were like chunks. still <laughs> completely whole. So I had to take them out and like chop them with a knife. But the point is, is that there were no like distracting chunks, and I hate a chunk in something. I don't know. Like I don't dis I don't I don't dislike nuts. No, I do dislike nuts. But I especially dislike nuts when they're so big, you know? But yeah. if they're finely chopped, much much easier for me. And um this cake is just so good. But here's what I here's my mistake. Okay. So I was making it I made the I made like two nine inch rounds. Okay, so double layer. Okay. Yeah. So I needed to like use the frosting to like stack it up you know and I didn't read the recipe correctly because I felt very like I was like doing all my steps prepping for all these things I'd made that the day before and so I was making the frosting but I didn't I had like taken the cream cheese out to be room temperature but I forgot to take out the butter oh so but I was like but I was like, I think I can still make it work. So I microwaved my butter to try to be room temperature, but it got a little too soft. Yeah. So my my frosting was like more runny than it should have been. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, also I took a, um, I have like a little wooden like Lazy Susan. It was like a $2 from like the $2 bin at Target that sits by my stove. Okay. So I have like my oil, my salt and like just like my like like my necessary condiments by my stove and i was like i can use this little turner thing as like my cake turner this is genius oh no so i put my cake onto like a wooden like serving board type thing you know and then i put that serving board on top of this lazy susan and honestly no honestly it was genius oh okay it was like amazing i'm like okay i guess i need a real cake turner because like it actually like makes such a big difference It, it really does but my frosting was very runny. Uh-huh. So, like, I frosted it. It looked fine, but I was, I had to bring this down to my downstairs fridge because I didn't have room in my normal fridge. So I'm like bringing it downstairs, and the top layer is like, it didn't, it did not fully slide off, but I was like, oh my gosh. So I, so <laughs> it's like an inch or two off. So once I got it into the fridge, I had to like, push it back on so there's like fingerprints in my frosting (laughs) but i did save more of the frosting to be able to like touch it up the next day so it ended up being totally fine but it was just like really funny like oh and then i I found that later cream cheese frosting not the best frosting to like stick things on with because it's more runny is what somebody told me but i think it's just my butter issue yeah yeah, I mean, I'm not an expert, but I, I probably, like, had I been there, I would have been like, let's stick it in the fridge for a minute. Yeah, I so should have done, up. yeah. I should have just, you know, maybe waited till the next day for the frosting. But, you know what? It was fine, and it was delicious. It was a good cake. And I felt good about making a cake that was, like, that was not, like, a snack cake, you know? Because yeah. that's usually what I'm doing. So. so, I found the snack cake book. Okay. um, It is on... Amazon and I will link it if I remember to. I know I'm not good at our Instagram, so sorry, not Neither to our us. 30 followers, but you Neither know what? It is fun Instagram. when we remember it. But I was mad because I went to Newport and I was like, Meg, I should have put your <laughs> recommendations on a post because I was texting you from. Here's there. the thing we both have full time jobs. I know, but listen, 
it just for my own reference sometimes I, it would be nice <laughs> so this is from odette williams it's called simple cake the subtitle is all you need to keep your friends and family in cake i actually made the chocolate cake and i made it as like a layer cake okay cake and it was very good okay very moist very what's dark like, what, is there anything special about it like no what's in, it? How in do you fact make it? it used cocoa powder and not a chocolate bar so like it's a very easy cake to make all right snack I, cake. I, um, simple cake sorry it's called simple cake did i say that i don't know simple cake simple cake um what have you been making um everything everything <laughs> it's peach season oh yeah so i made a peach pie and i used the smitten kitchen uh recipe and i love it because it's just an all butter crust like I'm over the crusts that are like add vodka so it evaporates. Is it a pie crust or is it shortbread? It's a pie crust. Okay. So all butter. You just you don't even use a food processor. You just cut it in with a pastry cutter. It turned out so good. I did a lattice top, mm. which like is not as complicated as it sounds. No, and it looks really good. If you know how to like braid hair, or you've ever woven a basket, or you have like a basic th- understanding of what a plaid pattern is, <laughs> you can do a lot. I think stuff. it just is as like, you just have to, I mean, it's just like, yeah, it's not that hard. It's not that, it's hard. Not that hard. It looks you like it's going to be hard, it, but it's, it's not, not that hard. hard. Yeah. You just have to like make sure you're dough yeah. is refrigerated but a lattice is good on a fruit pie because then it lets everything evaporate a little so more good. so it's like so what's the um like what's the thickening agent is it um I use tapioca cornstarch. okay no i didn't have any tapioca so i used cornstarch and it was great. it was fine okay yeah. i fe- i find that tapioca flour in a fruit pie is like incredible yeah so good it's really good but if you don't have it cornstarch cornstarch works in a pinch um the female foodie posted a recipe for the salt lick peach oh cobbler. i've made that it is so good yeah it comes together so quick and you're making it and you're like how's this gonna work because you put the um batter down first and then you spoon the peaches on top of it which feels backward like yeah. it feels like you should put the peaches down first and then the batter but as you cook it the it batter all, like rises switches. to the yeah, top yeah, yeah. and gets like really caramelized on the edges and it's like really buttery and sugary and delicious the um the what's the southern lady that has a restaurant in savannah georgia that we were mad at because she was a racist (laughs) who am i talking about yes you know who i'm talking about paula dean yes paula dean she has a pretty good recipe for a cobbler I'm not surprised. <laughs> and you basically melt like a cup of butter yeah. in the pan at first. All of her recipes were like two cups of butter, three cups of mayo, <laughs> and then so, a pound of cheddar cheese. I can't really remember the salt like one, but like I do feel like there are different forms of cobbler. And I sometimes I'm confused as to what cobbler actually is. So I haven't made a crumble yet this year, but mm-hmm. I want to make a crumble because the crumble is the one where you have like oats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love sugar a crumble. And butter. But sometimes a cobbler is more like peach crusty or peach crust pie crusty and sometimes a p- cobbler is more like cakey this one's more cakey yeah yeah i like it like and gooey like like buttery gooey yeah with some ice cream like it's mm, killer so it good. was really good um been grilling a ton okay um uh, wait hold on before we move on to grilling i need to ask you about peaches um yes. i have seen a lot this year especially like a fresh peach pie um which sounds really amazing have you do you have a good recipe have you made like like where you don't cook the peaches I've you make a crust that. and you make a something and then you do use fresh peaches and then you whatever i don't know do you but do like whipped I need cream? A good one. it's got to be like whipped yeah. cream on top right yeah. 
I mean, how? I feel like I mean, I think it'll be easy, but I wonder like what's underneath. Do you know what I mean? It's not just like it's not just a crust. I think there's like some sort of like custardy, like a mascarpone, maybe. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna research this. Okay. Um. Okay. Been grilling a ton. Our neighbor. Oh wait, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna make you stop again. Please. Please. Before we move on to savory food, because I think that's where we're headed, I also need to tell you that I made a tiramisu, <gasps> and I've done it twice now. Where'd you get your lady fingers? Um, just Harmons. It's like the the ones that the only ones that are available, like to buy. It is weirdly <laughs> hard to find lady fingers. <laughs> yeah, I went to multiple stores, and Harmons had them, um, and they were decent. The so I used the Allison Roman recipe in New York Times, mm-hmm. and um the all the comments it calls for like i think she says rum in the coffee but um everyone's like it rum is not italian this is not right you have to use amaretto so i used amaretto and okay. instead of like a hot like an espresso i i ha- i cuz i don't have an espresso machine but i do have like a cold brew like situation uh-huh. so and cold brew is like concentrated right so yeah. i cold i used cold brew as like what i'm dunking my um ladyfingers in yeah and it was so good like Sounds amazing so good so that's a great recipe if anyone wants it okay back to grilling thank you <laughs> my neighbor is growing zucchini and so she comes over with like five zucchini a week so i've been mm. slicing that up and grilling it i got those huge onions from costco like the ones that are like half the size of your head mm. I'll slice that up and throw it on and then just like whatever random protein I have, like I'm just making up marinades. It's usually like soy sauce, brown sugar, ginger, oil, you know, like yeah. super easy. I did a ribeye yesterday, started a grease fire in the grill. They were still delicious. <laughs> we, did we did that recently too. Those are fatty steaks and they drip and then you've got like some heavy An smoke actual fire, yeah. on your hand, but they were still good. Great. Um, um, hold on. Let's talk about marinades for a second. Yes, please. Um, I... When I was a teenager, we were invited to somebody's house for dinner and they had marinated these steaks and we're like, this is, why are these steaks so good? And they did pineapple juice and soy sauce. And what I learned is that in a marinade, you want some sort of acid Mm -hmm. to like tenderize the meat. Mm -hmm. Um, But pineapple juice and soy sauce is always like really, really good. That's a really good idea. I usually do lemon juice or just white wine vinegar. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, keep going. Okay. Uh, I did eat it out at a couple places. I want to mention real quick. We tried Franks. It was delicious. Oh, I was just there too. You were? Yeah. What'd you get this time? Um, I got the meatloaf and I was mad I didn't get the fried chicken. I got the meatloaf and it was good, but I was like, I probably wouldn't order it again. It was good. It like lacks acidity. It's like the blueberry. I was like, I don't know. It, I don't know. About I, that. It was like. Yeah, it's so the so let's explain the it's like mashed potatoes, right? A blueberry mm-hmm. compote and then like a slab of meatloaf on top. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's like very um creamy and like it it's very decadent, I would mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. but it needed like some sort of acidity or spice or something. It was Brightness. like very one note, I yeah. felt like, you know? And like a little stodgy. A little stodgy. Like a little like yeah. you okay. know, almost like Texture-wise, yeah. not great. Yeah. You're like on uh, that show. Where yeah, they that show. Stodgy. Um, <laughs> it's a bit stodgy. The vibe is <laughs> impeccable. We ate outside. Oh, the patio like, is amazing. The yeah. carpet on the inside is 
highly distracting. <laughs> so I would suggest go staying in the patio, staying on the patio, eating on the patio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, seconded. Okay, I went back to the Laurel, and I know I've been like really hard on this place. On, in the patio, yeah, it's fine. But I got a pizza, and it was good. <laughs> the sopracetto, is that how you say it? Like yeah. the, the it's like spicy. a sausage. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, handles. Do you have a handles where you live? Oh my gosh. If we're going to talk about handles, I can go on a tirade what? about how much I hate handles. Why do you hate handles? Okay, you can talk first about why you love handles. Um, <laughs> Well, love is a strong word. Okay, or your feelings on handles. I, I don't know where you're going with I, it. Sometimes when I'm feeling like very decadent, I just want like a ton of ice cream. Uh-huh. And handles is Okay, I will it. say the ice cream there is... I have no, I have no the qualms about the ice cream. Good. Ice cream is good, and, but like it does, it does like kind of annoy me that there's no like kids option. There's no kids scoop. There's Everything kids is scoop. there is. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I've only been there once, and I was like so mad about it. So I've okay. Never let's been hear back. your tirade. Okay, so <laughs> I feel like when you go into handles, you're like going into a creamery at a prison. Like <laughs> it does not. <laughs> It is not inviting at all. It feels like everything is made out of cinder blocks. You cannot see the ice cream. Yeah, you it cannot is way see the ice too cream. white in there. It's like white painted cinder blocks. In the one by me, yeah. it's like you can only go in one door. As soon as you go in the door, you are barricaded by rails yeah. of like how to get into the line. Then the only way to know what the ice cream is, is like it's written on the there's like 8 million flavors. They're all written out. And the QR code menu is different from the menu they have oh, that's in so the funny. I didn't even know about the QR code menu. I was so distracted by the fact that they were barricading us in these lines. <laughs> like, and somebody, and like, there is no, there's no tables. There's no, nowhere, there's nowhere to, to sit, sit in there. And then the one by me is just like, there's not even stuff outside. You're like in a parking lot. And, and it's so confusing to me. Like, why? And so we were we were there. We had gotten our ice cream. We were eating it literally on the sidewalk. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this guy is, these people next to us are doing the same thing. So they finish. They go into the entrance to try to throw their stuff away. But then they realize they're like locked into the line so they have to like go into the correct door to like find a garbage can there's not even it's like it's the most like uninviting place to eat somewhere that i i just like could not go back it was so i just hated it i hated it so much and i I usually don't talk about places i hate on this podcast but i just I could not believe, I couldn't believe how poorly designed it was. Yeah. The user experience is not great. It's so bad. However, I will say their midnight mass ice cream is like a dark chocolate with peanut butter chunks. It is amazing. I mean, people do love certain ice cream flavors. I think I had maybe a some sort of graham option, like a graham cracker or something. Uh-huh. And I was not mad about it. Yeah. I was so mad about everything else. Come that I to don't the remember. sandy location <laughs> because it's right by like a little like courtyard that does have tables it's because it's like a shared space there's like a pizzeria limon and so maybe a habit or something but I've been to that pizza there's like a pl- there's a place to sit and eat it and like this time of year it's a vibe like okay. so 
I'm just saying when you want there's not a lot of good ice cream around okay but Bountiful has the cutest little ice cream shop yes I know but that's such a far drive for you I know you can't go there but if I, I haven't go there. If I have a choice between blacksmith and handles, I'm never choosing handles. Okay, all right, all right. We don't have all that right? in Sandy, okay? It's you all have a lot restaurant. of stuff in Sandy though. Yeah, like a handles. <laughs> um, last thing I want to mention is it's the green chili roast, hatch green chili roast at Harmon's right now. And I bought a a chili salsa that's a very good Ooh, they like yum. are roasting all their green oh, chilies they okay. do this once a year. And I bought a chili verde that I'm gonna make enchiladas with tonight. So Okay, that sounds good. Okay, we probably need to wrap this up real quick, but we wanted today to talk about the food we're making from gardens. Are you growing a garden? I'm not, but my mom is, so I reap a lot of What is she giving you? Tomatoes, zucchini, cucumbers, um, peaches. She's growing peaches? She has a peach tree. Are they good peaches? It's like one of the first years that it's bearing fruit, so it could be better. No, they're normal size. It's just like the flavor is not as great as i you know sure you, what like, you're getting at the mix them in some sugar yeah okay well yeah i i mostly use them for like smoothies but oh smart i am drowning in tomatoes which okay. is like such a blessing to have i've been making everything tomato related you can possibly imagine pizza sauce marinara bruschetta salsa i've perfected the blt do you know that hampton I chef on tiktok she's like blonde mm. She's like a private chef. Yeah. Yeah. So she, I watched her make a BLT and I was like, this is so fussy, but I'm going to do it. And it is so good. She puts mayo on both sides of bread, grills it in a pan. Okay. Then she she adds arugula. She does an olive oil and lemon with salt. She slices the tomatoes and salts every tomato slice, both sides. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Does her bacon. uh, Yes. 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 On a paper towel. Bacon is like crispy but not like like yeah. still like there's it's like an edible meat and she puts this all together and i made it and it is a life-changing sandwich okay i i feel really good about this have you had the blt at i think i've asked you this before but the blt at the place at city creek that has the sandwiches um you've asked me and i still haven't um okay because i'm wondering if to to even like advance your experience even more they put like a runny um over easy egg oh in their blt and it sounds they like do, two decades. they do a, uh the arugula and they have an aioli that they're doing so it's like the aioli the egg yolk the like the the, the bacon lettuce tomato part it's just like incredible it is so good so it's like you're so close you're you just like what if you just added a, like a couple more things i think you should try it Okay. Okay. Here's another thing I learned on TikTok recently about bacon. Since you're talking about making bacon, because I am notoriously bad at making bacon, and there's a thing on TikTok that says if you from a cold pan, so you can't do this on your second round of bacon. You can only do this on your first round of bacon. If you add in a little bit of water to a cold pan and you put your bacon in cold to this pan, the water heats up enough so that your fat melts off first not melts off first starts cooking first and then your fat the fat and the meat parts of your bacon are like end up cooked at the same time because i feel like either i'm cooking it too much and everything gets too crispy or i'm cooking it too little and everything's a little too soggy when you and like 
I don't know. You could if you look on TikTok and like just search like water bacon cooking whatever. Like mm-hmm. I it it really I really think it works. But I'm like it sounds like wrong in terms of science, but <laughs> it feel it like works. I always make it in the oven. Okay. Do you um, smash it between two racks or do you just put it on like foil? What do you? So I I line a cookie sheet with foil and then I put a cooling rack on top and then I put the bacon on the rack. So oh, so the drips fat's down. dripping down into the tin foil and it's just getting like crispy. So how long, like what temperature, how long? Uh, I do it, I think I do it at 450 for like oh, 20 high. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. 20 minutes at 450? Yeah. Okay. But I I do like it on the crispier side. Yeah. So. <coughs> okay. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. So wait, let me ask you, when you're doing your, t- so what kinds of tomatoes are you growing? Are you growing cherry have, tomatoes or cherry, bigger tomatoes? Roma and beefsteak. Okay. So I'm using cherry for salads all the time. Okay. And for one pot pasta, I'm using Roma for my marinara, which is like so easy, like I love garlic, Roma. olive oil, basil bunch of roma tomatoes yeah and pretty much the same thing are you like peeling your salad. romas no. and your beef what are they called i'm not i'm not peeling tomatoes beef. because like that does bug me sometimes when the peel is in the stuff you know no, i let blan- i love forever. blanching a tomato and like or like stick you know when you like do a cross hatch yeah. at the bottom and you like do just that. do it for a minute and then it. you peel it no um but I'm like, you can't do that with a cherry tomato. No, but I cook them for so long that they just become they just like, like disintegrate. Yeah. There's no peel. There's I no do pulp. feel like um just like tomatoes, olive oil, and garlic, and just like letting that sit on the stove for a while, like Salt. smashing it down, adding in the water when it gets too dry. It's like why is that the best it's like the best it's so easy, so easy, but it's so, so flavorful and it's so good. I did pasta alla vodka with Ugh. fresh tomatoes. It was, it's just like, I just feel so blessed, you know, to have them around. <laughs> what are you making with your garden goods? Um, So I'm doing, with the tomatoes, I do that a lot where I just am like, okay, quick marina- marinara mm-hmm. of like, or sometimes in the oven, I'll just do that in the oven, you know, with the basically olive oil garlic. roasting. Yeah. Um, also, I haven't done this this year, but a lot of times when I have a lot of tomatoes, I do love like a tomato soup. Mm-hmm. Delicious. So I took to Instagram and I was like, I have so many tomatoes. What should I do? And a lot of people said make soup and freeze it. Yes, that's what I do. So, so every do time I make it with like, sorry, so, I well, I don't. So I, so I typically am like, you know, you have basically like a sauce, so- like a tomato sauce, right? So like tomatoes, garlic, oil like olive oil like yeah. like simmering that for a while and then i add in like chicken broth chicken so i'll broth, do like okay. you know half and half chicken broth to tomato whatever and that's what i would freeze but when i'm not free if i'm making it to eat that day then i add in cream cream okay so I was if thinking. you're yeah so if you like you just freeze apart without the cream and then when you warm it back up you add in the cream okay i'm gonna do it sounds so good um oh and for the peaches um i do you follow this guy he's like a midwest like influencer like garden guy um he has like uh, he like grows a garden he he has like tons of tips and recipes and all his it's wise i want to see what it is i want to say his name is his instagram handle i was trying to look at it the other day and i was like why is it it's wise guide w-y-s-e 
G-U-I-D-E, Caleb Wise, okay? And he was like, okay, if you have a plethora, if you have too many peaches and you don't want to can them, here's what you can do. And he was like, cut them into slices and he's like, dunk them in orange juice to like keep, so they don't brown and also it like, it helps like increase the flavor. Then put that all out on parchment paper on a baking sheet, flash freeze it. And then that way you can freeze them individually. So I've been doing that with my peaches where I'm dunking them in orange juice, laying them out, freezing them separately, and then they're frozen. So then you can put them in little Ziploc. So now I have little Ziploc-sized serving sizes for like smoothies and stuff. So you can have fresh frozen peaches. I did just buy a ton of deli containers so I can start just like freezing I know, because I feel like, I mean, canning is, is really good. I feel like I am not good at it. I feel like I'm going to poison my family. Yes, I am afraid of botulism. Yeah, me too. So I'm like, I'm just going <laughs> to freeze like, everything. And like tomatoes have like a weird thing where it's like you have to get the acidity just right or something like that yeah. to can. I'm not a scientist. I'm not. I know. Sorry. So I yeah. barely pass chemistry. There's no way I'm cut <laughs> out for canning. And it just feels like a kind of a commitment, you know? Yeah. And you have to get all this stuff. I know. There's a lot of stuff. It's, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of sanitization that needs to be happening. And I just, I, like, I've already got enough to sanitize in my life, you know? <laughs> Three kids and a house and a dog. Um, all right. We are going to talk about the state of the Bachelor world on the bonus episode. So subscribe if you haven't already to hear that. Um, I got some thoughts that I'm excited to share. And I'm excited to hear your thoughts, Irene. Um, thank you so much for listening. We will be back soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.